With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We got a loaded show for you. Ted Cruz, Senator from Texas, got an excerpt of our long-form conversation on wins and losses. Encourage you to go listen to that. He's a big sports fan. He hung out with us some in the first hour of the program. We played an excerpt of that. Also, second hour, Jeff Short swings by. We're breaking down the Super Bowl. And in the third hour, how about uh, we hear from Joe Kenzie, an outkick writer. Encourage you to go get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. 55 to 1, $5 bet pays out $275. It's a $5 bet paying out $275. Bucks. Make sure you get out there, get those bets in. The podcast begins now. But again, fanduel.com slash clay. Pick the Chiefs or pick the Bucks and make some money just in time for Valentine's. This is the Outkick Podcast, and it starts now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Okay, we're just a couple of days left until the Super Bowl, and I know a lot of you are excited to see what's going to happen in Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, as I am. And the overarching storyline here, aside from the massive difference in age, is could Patrick Mahomes be the next Tom Brady? Uh, And that's despite the fact the first time Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes uh, was in kindergarten when Tom Brady started in college. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was not yet born, I believe, is uh, is the way that goes. So there's a big generational age gap between Brady and Mahomes. But who wins this game, to me, is not going to be the most lasting impact to come out of this game for purposes of changing, potentially, the way the NFL is organized right now. In fact, what is going to continue to be the number one overriding story, I think, 
is a lot of NFL executives sitting back and saying, man, Tom Brady, one guy went and changed the entire trajectory of the Tampa Bay Buccaneer franchise. We don't need to go into the draft and have a perfect draft and wait three or four years for our young talent to develop. We just need the right quarterback. That's certainly the gamble that the Rams have taken with Matthew Stafford. That also, I believe, is the gamble that several teams could be interested in taking going forward. Patriots, Bears, Colts, 49ers, Dolphins, Washington, and Saints. Those are, to me, depending on what uh, Drew Brees decides to do, those are the seven teams that are out there right now that are good enough to feel like with a new quarterback we could potentially win the Super Bowl. Again, those teams, the Patriots, the Bears, the Colts, the 49ers, the Dolphins, Washington, and the Saints. So that storyline is hanging out there. But the Colts storyline may have a little bit of sizzle because we talked about Jim Ursay, I believe it was last week, when Jim Ursay came out and gave a lot of interesting quotes about Andrew Luck. And what did I say on this radio program? I said, to me, this is Jim Ursay sending a public message to Andrew Luck that he would love to have him back in uh, Indianapolis. No great surprise there. But the internet now has taken off massive rumors. We're going to talk with my guy, Joe Kenzie, who writes at OutKick in the third hour of this program. We will dive into this a bit more with him. But we have now entered into the Ferris Bueller universe of internet speculation. If you remember in Ferris Bueller, uh, in, the, uh, in the class when there's a, uh, you know, my sister's boyfriend's best sister, whatever it is, Uh, when there was the talk about why Ferris Bueller wasn't in school. Well, there now is some sizzle out there. Reportedly, according to internet rumors, this is a fun one, not a bad one. Andrew Luck's wife is saying that her husband misses football and that he's had a meeting with Jim Ursay. Where does this come from? Alleged text message screenshots that are up on OutKick from uh, along this uh, this story. Quote, my wife has a mutual friend with Nicole's best friend, which is the wife of Andrew. I think this answers a lot of our questions. This was Sunday or uh, yesterday. I'm not sure. And so there are now a lot of uh, tweets about there, uh, out there about Andrew Luck potentially being interested about coming back. Now, What did Jim Ursay say? We know 100% what Jim Ursay said. Last week, Ursay said, it stands where it stands. Andrew's retired. He knows we would love to have him back, but only he could ever answer that question. This was last Wednesday. Jim Ursay also said he knows we would love to have him back, uh, but only he can answer his question deep in his heart and soul. Hey, do I really want to come back and be a quarterback for the Colts again in the NFL? It's easy for us. He knows how much we'd love to have him be our quarterback. I don't really know if we'll see that. I think he's happy. He's raising his daughter. He has a wonderful family. He's a great Colt. This is Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts. He knows that he can come back anytime he wants, but at the same time, we respect he's made that decision. So, I said last week when we were talking about this, I said, look, you can criticize Jim Ursay all you want. 
But I don't think Jim Ursay last week would have decided to come out publicly and even raise the issue of Andrew Luck coming back unless he thought potentially that Andrew Luck was out there talking about it. Because what Jim Ursay does by publicly discussing it is help to drive up potentially the interest in Andrew Luck because everybody out there is so excited to hear about it. It helps to drive up the fever pitch. Plus, it's a little bit of evidence out there. Matthew Stafford, the Colts didn't really go after him aggressively. We talked with Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated earlier this week on the show, and Albert said, look, Carolina went after him aggressively. The Washington football team was after him aggressively. There were eight teams that were willing to make a play for Andrew Luck. The Colts, arguably, made as much sense as anybody because Phillip Rivers has retired. Jacoby Brissett's contract is up. They don't really have anybody ready to step in at all. I don't think Jacob Eason is the answer. And so the expectation out there was that the Colts would make an aggressive play coming after Matthew Stafford. But then it didn't happen. Why would the Colts not have made a run at Matthew Stafford? Maybe it's because they think there's a possibility that Andrew Luck's going to come back. And if they wait between now and when the draft happens, if they want to make a move and they know Andrew Luck is saying no, then basically if Luck doesn't come back now, he's probably never coming back, right? Because the situation is perfect for Andrew Luck to return at this point in time. So they could wait until the draft, decide to trade up, maybe put a couple of packages together. Maybe they talk about Matt Ryan, Maybe there's somebody else out there that they're interested in. But in the meantime, if you've got an all-pro caliber quarterback in Andrew Luck who could potentially come back healthy with a remade offensive line with Jonathan Taylor who is becoming a revelation at the running back position, this Colts team is a quarterback away from being able to contend for a championship. Why in the world would Andrew Luck not be interested in in making the move and potentially joining right now. I think there's something to these rumors. I think Andrew Luck to the Colts might possibly happen. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, join me on the Wins and Losses podcast. He's a huge Houston area sports fan. Part of our conversation dealt with the Rockets, the Astros, and more. Here is a part of that conversation. Senator Cruz, it's Super Bowl week. Who do you think gets it done here? Do you think the Chiefs or do you think that the Bucks are going to be the Super Bowl champ when the NFL season finishes? Well, I, th- I think we're going to have a close game. And uh, Brady has certainly shown an ability to pull it out against impossible odds that being said Mahomes is a is a beast and so so if you if you push me I'd say it's probably Kansas City's game 
We have spent a lot of time on this show, as I know you have seen, and we've interacted a decent amount on social media, pushing as hard as we possibly can for sports to be played. Not just pro sports, high school sports, college sports. How important do you think it has been for sports to, in many ways, lead the way in showing how things are able to get done in America as opposed to curling up in the fetal position and saying the challenges are too too much. We can't find a way to get through and continue our business, continue our play uh, during COVID. Well, look, I I think it is important that that people be able to go to their jobs, go to work, provide for their kids, provide for their families. And people are seeing through sports that it's possible, that it can happen. Listen, I think the NBA – the way they, they did the bubble for the playoffs last year was was very well done. I mean, the, the fact that they pulled it off right in fairly early in the pandemic was, was impressive. Uh, and I think it was, you know, it's a contrast. Contrast that, say, to movies. I'm a huge movie buff. I love movies. You know, Hollywood is essentially shut down. Broadway is shut down. Yeah. You know, Think of all of the thousands of people who are unemployed and, and, you know, not just big, big, fancy movie stars who have the resources to to make it through it. But, you know, people who work on lighting and gaffers and and carpenters and electricians who the entire industry is devastated. And and thankfully, sports has done a better job of of showing that, that, that we can try to be safe and protect people, but but not utterly destroy their livelihoods at the same time. It is uh, really emblematic, I think, of where America has gone that you now hear people say it's brave and courageous when people say we can't do something, right? I mean, and, and you know, your family uh, has an immigrant background as well. Like like most people who are in America on some level came here from somewhere else, right? The idea that we are now praising people when they say, oh, it's impossible to do something is fundamentally to me the opposite of what America should stand for. No, I think that's right. And, and if you look at different jurisdictions, there's some jurisdictions that have shut everything down. And, and you know, if you're a restaurant owner in New York City, I, I mean, I think it is just unconscionable what they've done. They've just destroyed uh, small businesses, you know, that, that sometimes may have been built by two, three generations of families, and and you've seen politicians just cavalierly shut them down. Um, I think we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. We, we can't totally eliminate risk, you know. I mean, if you if you know, I guess we could all lock ourselves in a bubble and never never interact with with anyone on planet earth and that would that would reduce risk but that's not a not a world anyone wants to live in and and, and so i think we need some some common sense um and, and and i will say i think texas by and large has followed that path where we've taken the pandemic seriously but we've also small businesses have been able to open and, and a restaurant spreads out a little bit more i mean you take reasonable protective steps but you don't just obliterate people's entire livelihoods you know it's it's a fascinating window into the importance of federalism and i don't know in our lives that it has ever mattered more who the governor of your state happened to be yeah. than right now right and who the mayor of your city might have been because we've got all these different little laboratories to deal with covid and you mentioned texas i think florida and texas among the big states 
have clearly done the best at balancing risk while also maintaining people's ability to continue their livelihood. And you contrast that with New York and with California. And it's not a surprise. I was looking at the the data on net migrations. The three states, I live in Tennessee, the three states that have gained the most residents during this whole mess of COVID, Tennessee, Texas, and Florida, what do they all have in common? They have figured out a way to keep businesses open while also trying to protect their residents. Meanwhile, people are fleeing from New York, Illinois, and California, three of the most restrictive places in the entire country. It's an interesting laboratory to study the response and see who has done the best job in a way that many countries who are more national in scope might not have had those different laboratories to examine. Yeah, that, that, that is exactly right. Um, you know, a stat that, that I've cited for some time is the cost of a one-way U-Haul from California to Texas. It used to be it was 300% more to go from California to Texas than it was to go the other way around. It's actually risen more than that. So right now, to get a 24-foot U-Haul from San Francisco to Austin, Texas, costs $5,000. To take the same truck back costs $986. Because oh, wow. all the traffic yeah. is going one way. That's right. Ain't nobody going the other. It's fascinating. That's actually a really great data point. That pathway that you're talking about, Senator Cruz, from uh, Austin, I mean, from uh, San Francisco to Austin, also San Francisco to Miami, San Francisco to sure. Nashville. Big tech is starting to break up that corporate hegemony that had existed in San Francisco. I know you have a lot of concerns about this, as do I. I don't try to get incredibly partisan on a day-to-day basis, certainly not with my shows. But the thing that I 100% believe in is the marketplace of ideas. And I don't think there's any doubt by anyone who is active on social media that we don't have a full-fledged marketplace of ideas in the American ecosystem like we have in past years. What should be done to big tech companies that are making the decision to pull Parler off of their servers like Amazon did? to not allow a certain apps to be available at Apple or at Google. This idea of, hey, you don't have the right to spread your particular viewpoint if it conflates or conflicts with ours is to me fundamentally scary because, as you know, many of the great ideas that emerge in American thought initially were considered to be ludicrous and absurd, but because of the marketplace of ideas, they were able to gain cogency and acceptance, and that's how our country evolves in an intelligent and efficacious manner. Look, I I think that is exactly right, and I think the power of big tech uh, is the single greatest threat we have to free speech in this country, and it's the greatest threat we have to our democracy. That that we right now have a handful of Silicon Valley billionaires with with almost total monopoly power over over political discourse and just about every other form of discourse today, and 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 they're getting more and more brazen in how they use that power to silence those views they don't like and to amplify those views they do, and and it's. You know, there have always been biased journalists. That's not new in the world. From the very first time the first journalists were carving words on a stone tablet, there were biased journalists. What's different is, is that, that big tech has power that, that William Randolph Hearst, at the height of yellow journalism, could not have imagined because they control – 70-plus percent of people's political news is coming online. It's coming through social media, and, and their bias 
is invisible as well. If they don't like what you say, you simply disappear. They can shadow ban you. They can throttle you. And there's zero accountability. Uh, and, and we've seen just in the last few months, we saw, we saw Facebook and Twitter both blocking the New York Post, uh, the fourth wild. largest newspaper in America. It's insane. Just decreed, we're shutting you down. We've seen them deplatform the president of the United States, just said, okay, we don't like Donald Trump. He's no longer allowed to speak. We've seen them, as you put it out, what they did uh, to Parler, and what they did to Parler was blatantly illegal and violated the antitrust laws. And I fully expect that they will pay a big judgment because you had multiple competitors working together in concert to destroy another competitor. And, and that, that is illegal, and they don't care. I think big tech is one of the massive stories, censorship, cancel culture, the way that all of that rolls together with identity politics. The other one is China. And to me, for the world of sports, what happened with Daryl Morey, who is down in Houston, in your home state of Texas, when he came out and supported Hong Kong democracy, the NBA, which wants to claim that it is a bastion of social justice warriordom, that they are worried about being on the right and wrong side of history. Amazing silence, right? LeBron James, who speaks out all the time, didn't have a word to say other than sometimes the First Amendment can be a bad thing, which is an amazing quote to have. Uh, Greg Popovich, who I'm going to get to in a minute, Steve Kerr, they pop off on everything that the president was doing, Donald Trump. They don't say a word about China. So I want to circle around on, on China a little bit, and in particular, the NBA's relationship with China. Greg Popovich uh went after you i saw quotes recently i know mark cuban has come after you mark cuban <laughs> has has come after me for people out there obviously uh dallas mavericks mark cuban uh as well as greg popovich of the san antonio spurs uh when you hear greg popovich i know you're a, a basketball fan i know you've liked yeah. to watch the nba over the years when you hear greg popovich going after you when mark cuban is going after you for your political opinions, but they won't say a word about genocide in China, about, I saw recently a, a, an article I was reading today about forced rape of Uyghur women uh, yeah. by, by people in China, and they're using literal, literal slave labor to make uh, their products. Nike is, uh, the NBA has had their own factory of basketball uh, yeah. in, in that province uh, where the Uyghurs are being held in concentration camps. How about that hypocrisy that they would not say a word about that, but they come after you for your political opinions? Well, it's it's massive hypocrisy, and and the the NBA and and pro sports in general made a big bet that there's a whole lot of money to be made in China, and they're willing to look the other way on on torture and murder and horrific human rights abuses because they stand to make a big buck. So so Daryl Morey sent a really mild tweet to start this all. Stand with Hong Kong. Stand, stand for liberty and democracy, I think is what he said. Um, and, and by the way, he was right because they've taken it away. Right. Of course he was right, but, it, but it, it illustrates a couple of things. Number one, look, you and I know who Daryl Morey is. I'm a diehard Rockets fan. I bleed Rockets red. But, but most people in the country didn't know who Daryl Morey was. Frankly, when he sent the tweet, that, that was not going to be heard by a whole lot of people until the Chinese communists lost their minds, and they freaked out about it because That's they're right. so terrified of criticism. 
And and the, the one friendly amendment I'd make to what you just said is, is you said the NBA stayed silent about it. No, they did worse than stayed silent about it, which is they groveled an apology that's, that's to true. China. And, and they and by the way, what did what did what did China do? It shut down all of the rockets uh, and NBA sales of, of of uniforms in China. Of course, we used to have Yao Ming, so actually the Rockets are a very popular team in China. They shut that all down. LeBron James blasted Maury for saying that he was defending China. Said, "Oh, Maury doesn't understand China." Really, LeBron, what is there to understand about concentration camps and murder and torture? But look, you understand what LeBron is interested in. You understand what Mark Cuban is interested in. They're interested in bucks. They're interested in Mark Cuban is making millions of dollars by making the communist government in China happy. And they have total control over whether Mark Cuban makes that money or not. And so the NBA, it, it, it's about the Benjamins. And and so, you know, look, this last NBA season when they had – the ridiculous uh, practice of putting all the NBA players having slogans on the back of their uh, uh, b- back of their jerseys. I, you know, I and a number of other people said, "Okay, how about free Hong Kong? Yeah, how about re- remember Tiananmen Square? I mean, look, you're all for political speech. Oh, no, 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 j- just the political speech that happens to agree with everything in your politics. That's the only speech you'll allow. It's massive hypocrisy." You mentioned that you're a Houston Rockets fan, um, a dyed-in-the-wool, die long-time Houston Rockets fan. Uh, qu- total sports question here for you. Yeah. Do you think that the Rockets would have won the two championships that they did if Michael Jordan hadn't retired? I do. It's a great that, that tells me that you are a huge Houston Rockets fan, because that's, that's Houston Rocket fandom to the core. And listen, and I adore uh, Jordan. I mean, I mean it, it's. I think Jordan is the greatest that's ever played on 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 the Jordan Lebron debate. I don't even think it's close. Uh, but that so '94 when the Rockets won our first uh, finals, I was at Game Seven when we beat the Knicks. When John Starks went 0 for 11, I mean oh, it yeah. was, and it was in the Summit. Houston had never won a championship at any sport. And, and, and it will remain the sports highlight of my life where afterwards you had businessmen in three-piece suits crying and hugging homeless men. I mean, it brought the city together. Olajuwon was extraordinary. He dominated. Um, I've actually got sitting next to me in my office right now a piece of the, the floor from, from the – from the summit, signed by that 94 uh, rocket. Oh, that's team. awesome. Where were you sitting, by the way? How old were you in 94? So 94, I was 24. I was in law school, and, and I had the incredible good luck. I, w- I was working at a law firm in Houston as a summer associate called yep. Baker Botts. And Baker Botts happens to represent the Rockets. Uh, and I worked there two summers, 94 and 95, the two years we won the finals. And, and so, like, I went to the firm early on, and I said, look – you don't need to take me out to lunch or dinner. You know, often when for the summer programs, they wine and dine the oh, students yeah. quite a bit. I said, don't buy me a meal all, all summer long. I'll have hot dogs at the hot dog stand downstairs. Just get me to the games. That's all I ask is I want to go to the games. And so I went to a bunch of the games. And, and, and it's kind of a funny story. So for game seven... The firm was not going to send the summer associates to the game. They decided they were going to send the associates, the people who were already working at the firm, there instead. And, and I went in to the, the lawyer who was the kind of lead lawyer for the Rockets, 
And and I went in with another buddy of mine. We were both summer associates. And I, I said, uh, I, I, I said, Mike, um, Amir and I, we, we've decided we, we've got to go to Game Seven, and and so we're just going to go to a scalper. We're going to buy tickets. We just we can't let this happen and not go. And and, and I said, you know, do you know any scalpers maybe where we could get some decent rates? And we just looked at him, and he looked at us for about 30 seconds in silence, and then he just cracked up laughing. He's like, all right, damn it, I'll get you tickets, but you can't tell anyone else. And I said, done, done. And so I ended up getting tickets for, for face value. It was 75 bucks, and I was seated right behind uh, one of the backboards, and I was seated kind of right to the side of where Dr. J and Bob Costas were, were broadcasting the game. And, and actually, part of the, the fun was when the, during the commercial breaks, uh, Dr. J was busting Costas, going, man, your Knicks suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest part of the whole game, was just hearing Dr. J do that off camera. That was an amazing run. So the 94 Game 7, Patrick Ewing never gets it done out there for people. I mean, that was a, a, an amazing series. And like you mentioned, John Starks just fell apart. Now the next year, to help the Rockets argument, and by the way, this is the Wins and Losses podcast. I'm Clay Travis. We're talking to Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. Jordan came back, ended up losing that series to the Orlando Magic, and then you guys win a second title before Jordan wins his three in a row. For some guys out there who are young, they may not remember that, uh, that era of 90s era NBA basketball, which, by the way, is, I think, the peak, the absolute peak of the NBA in America. Well, I had always defined my perfect basketball game would be a game, Rockets uh, against the Bulls in the finals, game seven, uh, to have the Rockets win, but to have Jordan score 100 points and break Wilt's record. Yeah. And, and, and I never was a Scottie Pippen fan, so I actually finished it off with and have Pippen playing for the Bulls, tip the ball in accidentally in our bucket and <laughs> score the winning basket for us. Did you watch The Last Dance, by the way? Uh, the oh. Documentary. Every, every minute of it, and I think my favorite moment is when they play uh, Gary Payton talking about covering uh, – Oh, yeah. Covering Jordan and Jordan's laugh about, you know, I, I think I could handle the glove. <laughs> it, it was so real. I mean, it, it, it was incredible. It was that's such a great nostalgic time back. Like the Dennis Rodman stories, you knew in the 90s that those were great, but they're so much more fun. I mean, that 90s era bull team is, I think, the most beloved American sporting franchise ever, yeah. right? You're a Rockets fan. Uh, I didn't grow up with a particular affinity for a team, but I was obsessed with the 90s era Bulls, and I think a huge number of people out there listening are, and it was because they were just such an exhilarating team to play, and Jordan himself is, I think, the, the signature achievement. I don't know, if you go to a concert or you go to watch someone who has to put on a performance... He was so incredible every night that I don't think people really who haven't experienced him, you mentioned the Jordan versus LeBron argument, the amount of intensity and effort he brought to bear, whether it was a random Tuesday night in the 14th game of the season or whether it was game seven of the NBA Finals, is unmatched, I think, ever in the history of basketball. I, look, I completely agree, and, and where I think Jordan took it to another level is at the end of any game that was close that mattered. You knew Jordan was going to have the ball. You knew he was going to take the shot. You knew he was going to be triple teamed. And you knew he was going to make it. I mean, it was 
you know, there, there's all the the you know truisms, things like you know ice water in the veins, but it's just it was a level of just stone cold killer that that. I mean, he would always, always perform. By the way, I'll give you uh, a, a fantasy alternative universe, which is if you remember the Rockets, we had two years in a row, we had back-to-back number one draft picks. We picked Ralph Sampson the first year. The second year, we picked Olajuwon. That draft that Olajuwon came out, Jordan was also in the draft. Olajuwon came, uh, was drafted number one. The Bulls drafted Jordan number three. Sam Bowie went number two, who was kind of wedged yep. in there between those two, I believe. Yep, that's exactly right. And, and look, you can't fault Houston for drafting Olajuwon. He was coming out of University of Houston, five slamma jamma. I mean, it was, it was a great, great pick. But imagine if Houston had gone to the Bulls and said, we'll trade you Ralph Sampson, who we drafted the year earlier with the number one pick, and he just won Rookie of the Year. We'll trade you Ralph Sampson for the number three pick. We could have drafted Olajuwon and Jordan. That would have been a that would have been that would have been one hell of a team. My thanks to Texas Senator Ted Cruz. This is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I'm still feeling a little out of sorts over the way that uh, the, the Super Bowl is going. Because usually by the Wednesday of Super Bowl week, which was yesterday's show, there starts to be a lot of intensity surrounding the upcoming game. Now we're into Thursday. And because there's no Radio Row, I feel like there's less of a wild Super Bowl buzz than is usually the case. There really hasn't even been a quote-unquote Super Bowl-related story. I mean, we started off today talking about Andrew Luck. I'm going to talk to you about the desperate plea to try to connect Tom Brady to Donald Trump at the top of the second hour. we got our buddy Jeff Schwartz coming to hang out with us uh, in the second hour as well. And then we'll talk with Joe Kenzie uh, from OutKick in the third hour of the show. But right now, it definitely feels a little bit different. By the way, I want to say uh, thanks to Ted Cruz for just uh, hanging out with us. Uh, You can go listen to the entirety of that conversation. And uh, and that should be a lot of fun, I think. Um, For those of you who have not listened to the Wins and Losses podcast, the full long-form conversations are all there now. And we're at 40-plus, I think, now, Dub, of all those long-form conversations. And if you like this show and you haven't checked out the Wins and Losses podcast, I mean, we have got an absolute library of really entertaining conversations that you can go pick from, whatever may be interested in uh, in your larger universe, uh, whether it's somebody like Kirk Herbstreet, uh, Paul Feinbaum, uh, you can pick uh, senators. You can pick the president of the United States when Donald Trump was in office. Uh, you can pick uh, pol- uh, media figures. I mean, we have got basically 40 of the best, 40 plus of the best long form conversations. I think you can find anywhere. The commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren. 
uh, a lot of awesome breakdowns there. And by the way, also, yesterday was National Signing Day. And National Signing Day used to be, for me, the day that I would be all in on almost more than anything. And National Signing Day kind of came and went yesterday because we now have the early signing period with a whimper. It is worth noting, not surprisingly, that Nick Saban and Alabama signed the greatest recruiting class potentially in the history of, uh, <laughs> of college football recruiting, which is pretty unbelievable. By the way, worst recruiting class probably, hate to rub it in, Dub, worst recruiting class probably in Auburn history yesterday, now that that's officially put to bed. Did you notice that? Not that you were paying attention to signing day, but you guys are in rough sh- rough shape down on the plains right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint with the new... Uh, I'm just trying to say positive, okay? I see Alabama with, like you just said, the greatest class in literally the history of college football, and then Auburn's down there at the bottom. Yeah, really, really struggling at the bottom are uh, the Auburn Tigers. So uh, that is out there, and I thought I would run through this because, and I'll probably talk about this a little bit more at the top of, uh, later in the show, maybe in the, the top of the uh, of the third hour. Um, I just, the recruiting class rankings, I'm kind of fascinated by it. I'm not a guy who sits around and worries too much about individual uh, recruiting class rankings, but when you actually look at who's capable of winning a championship, it's almost entirely predicated on whether or not you sign at a top 10 class in three of the four years before your team is going to win a championship. And I'm going to have an article up later today on OutKick now that most of these recruiting classes are done with the teams that are actually able to win championships. This is the top 10. Alabama, according to the 24-7 composite recruiting class rankings, that's where they put all the data into one number and compare it. Alabama is one. Ohio State is two, Georgia is three, LSU is four, Clemson is five. No big surprise, I would say, in those five schools being at the very top of the list. Oregon, if you are a Ducks fan, sliding up in a big way. Uh, Texas A&M has uh, had a good close, really good uh, finish to their season. They seem to have things rolling under Jimbo Fisher. USC uh, with Clay Helton. Everybody seems to want to get rid of Clay Helton, but they're in in the eight spot. Notre Dame nine and Michigan 10. Again, that is the composite class rankings. Uh, and you can go find those and check them out for yourself. But uh, those to me, fairly intriguing to be uh, keeping tabs on. When we come back, USA Today is basically a dead business. Nobody reads that newspaper. It's it, The only reason it used to be popular is because everybody got it for free at their hotel. I think they may have the worst collection of sports journalists, I'm using journalist in a quotation mark, in the entire country. I don't know why they're spending the money on these people that they are, but I saw one of the dumbest columns I have seen so far this year, which is saying something, and it was about Tom Brady and the Super Bowl, and I am going to absolutely destroy it when we return. This, by the way, is OutKick. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us on Fox Sports. Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. 
365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bet 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!